Peace, peace. It's your brother Tariq back again with the A1 Podcast. I want to apologize for the, uh, the previous few times I tried to upload on YouTube. I was having some technical difficulties, you know what I mean? I was definitely showing my age because at the end of the day, I was having problems uh, of recording because my SIM card ran out of space. <laughs> and I didn't know to check it. So, you know what I mean? But um, if you still want to hear those previous two episodes, you can go to the Breaker app. And you can also go to, um, I still believe we're still on Spotify. You can go and uh, check um, Spotify and type in A1 Podcast and it should be up there. And in worst case scenario, you can join the A1 Podcast uh, Facebook group. You understand? Because we, you know, whatever content I put up over here, I also repost it again on the Facebook group. And again, like I said before, you know, as a group of uh, indigenous people all throughout the, uh, excuse me, all throughout the diaspora, right? Uh, we're on this road, this journey called life, trying to find the best possible way together. Hopefully we can grow together, you dig? And as you can see, this time I have a, um, a very special guest, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if he looks a little bit like me, you know, you're not mistaken, you're, you're not, you don't have the beard goggles. This is my son. My offspring, Sharif, you know, the second. And um, this time we're going to go ahead and chop it up about a little current events today. You know what I mean? To give our perspectives on uh, on these topics, you know, that's going on today in today's climate. The illest part to me is I think um, you get two generational perspectives of, um, of you know, of men, indigenous men, Asiatic men, Moorish men, however you want to break it down. Uh, perspective, right? You gotta think like this. He's um he's a college man, you know. I'm gonna let him break that down. Proud that he's an H. You know what I mean? That's you know I, I really like Let's that. Go Aggies. You know what me. I mean? And uh, as me as a career man, you know, um, it, you know, it's just two different. Well, we we both have the um Asiatic experience here in the the wilderness we like to call America, but you know um. We're looking at it from two different age groups and two different vantage points. So I, I like getting his take on different things like this. Go ahead, speak. To them. Tell them what you want. To know, what they want. To know, what they need to know. Excuse me. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Uh, as he said, my name is Sharif. I am a junior in college currently. I go to the illustrious North Carolina A and T University. You know, that's not much to know. You know, not as old as this guy here. You know, so you will get a. A uh, more younger, fresher view of things, but not to make that, you know, sound kind of off because I still have older ways of thinking, so it won't be too too drastically different. You What'd you say? Saying? Not too much Similac on the breath. Yeah, ain't too much <laughs> Similac on that. All right, no doubt. So let's get into the first topic. So I was reading earlier today, and the um, the Hill has an article about a Caucasian woman. And Portland, Oregon, defacing um, a statue and a grave of an um, uh, Asiatic indigenous man who was a part of the Lewis and Clark expedition from the East Coast to the West Coast. You know, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Junior go ahead and weigh in and tell me, you know, tell you guys, you know, his perspective on that and what it means for all of us, what it signifies for all of us as indigenous. Men in this in this world and time, and then I'm I'm gonna give a you know my thoughts on the situation. 
Well, when I when I read it and I thought about it for a second, um, like I said, my thought process is a little different because I'm younger. At first, you know, I'm like, man, you know, it could have just been like a, you know, like a regular old hate crime. Like she knows this is a historic grave site. Like let me just deface it or whatever the case may be. But then as I sit back and you know I thought about it, is you know I I felt like it was symbolic of her to to deface the grave site because it lets you know that. The war that we have going on today is very much live and well. You see what I'm saying? Like, um, and for my generation, they will overlook that. They're like, you know, that's it's nothing. She's just, you know, she's defacing the grave. That's just a as a, as the term that they've used now is it's just a Karen being a Karen, you know. And if you don't know, if you're an older, you know, uh, woman or or fellow, basically a Karen is somebody uh, uh, a white woman who just um, who. who does whatever she can to get under the skin of skin of black people, basically whether it be calling the police, uh, leaving notes, whatever she can do. So what a what a Karen would be considered. So you know, my generation would consider her as just being a Karen. But when you look and read between the lines of what she's doing, you know who who is this lady? You know what organization is she with? You know who is who is she for? You know what I'm saying? And it just lets you know that. The, like the war is alive and well between our, between our people, we're fighting for equality, rights, freedom, or whatever the case may be. So. Okay, I could dig it. I could dig it. Um, I think where my age comes into play at with it, I looked at it and I saw it as um, I saw it so to speak as it was a two it was a two prong message, right? Mm-hmm. The first part of the message was she was upset and she was trying to, like, from in the article, it claims that she was trying to fight racism, right? Yeah. By tearing down his statue because it replaced, um, you know, a person of... Um, Non-pigment. Uh, right, right. A Caucasian person of, you know... That uh, of of um, status, you know, one of the oppressors, right? right? And during this so-called quote-unquote woke time in America, right? Um, she didn't, you know, she was she was saying that you know you shouldn't celebrate if we ain't gonna celebrate one, we shouldn't celebrate the other, right? But I'm gonna call bullshit because at the end of the day, that was just her her being uh, uh, you know caring, so to speak, as you say, or better yet, better known as. Um, Showing her white privilege, right? Mm-hmm. She did that as a retaliation. But it, to me, it was a deeper level of when she did that because it was a white woman, right? Again, attacking an Asiatic man. You know, it was figuratively, not literally. But, you know, it just goes again to show the assault on us. Because you got to think about it in the last two weeks, right? We, we celebrated... Um, I wouldn't call it a celebration, but it marked um, 100 years of the, of the Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street burning down and the murder of all those indigenous people, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, these these white supremacists or these race soldiers, whatever you want to have it, they're, they're, you know, they're upset because more and more about our greatness is coming to light as they always try to throw dirt on us and, and kick us like where, you know, we, we're just uh, thick big lip, thick-headed, nappy-headed, no-good niggas who need direction, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, you know, that we, we all need direction from them, and if it ain't for them, you know, we'd be out in Africa, 
you know, living like the monkeys. Right. But if you follow this platform and, and, and uh, people like myself, you know that couldn't be anything farther from the truth. So when I looked at it, I looked at it as a, a symbolic. You know what I'm saying? One, that's the oppressor attacking us in our, in our fight to stand up. Two, it was even more overt that it was a woman attacking our masculinity. And then on top of that, when she spray painted on there, she, she spray painted a female sign. You know what I mean? And as, you know, we keep going throughout this um, episode, I'm going to build on that because that segues into other things. Because, and you know, they, they don't know, but you know, I tell you how there's always an attack on your masculinity, right? right? As long as you're, you know, you're, you're, you're docile and you have no hunger or no burning desire to be great within yourself and to make um, strives within your community and build your community, yeah, cool, you can come hang around, you know what I'm saying? But anytime you got some type of gumption or self-respect or dignity about yourself, You're it's a problem. fucking problem, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Especially for, for a man. A melanated man, the original man, you feel what I'm saying? So, and it's, it's a, the, um, I want to say it segues into the Willie Lynchism that goes on in our community today because the sisters, to a degree, they don't believe, you know, they know how bad it is for us and like we know how bad it is for them. But for some reason, when we talk about the sisters' plight, it's like we separate them into a whole nother. You know, group. Right, instead of being together. Right, we're all one group. We all live in the same damn neighborhood. Most of us got kids together. So if you're going through it, baby, I'm going through it. You understand what I'm saying? If I'm doing well, you doing well. And it should be vice versa. But, you know, I'm going to digress on that because there's still more stories and it'll all tie back together later. And, And if you watch me, you know I like to bring different things from the day or the previous days or weeks or whatever that has come up in uh, current events and time together and show you how they all tie back together to the, pre- you know, it, it all ties together. It's not no, it's not random. You understand what I'm saying? This shit, this shit is by design. And I, and I want you guys to get that. And like I said, when I first started this platform, the whole topic and the whole purpose is for you to know yourself. Because there's greatness within you. But if you keep letting all those external forces knock you down, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, we're going to keep going further and further down the damn drain, so to speak. Because we, we're, you keep thinking it's getting better. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, we have less land, less, less finances than we did in the 50s when there was a Jim Crow South. And I need you to let that sink in. You understand what I'm saying? But like I said, I digress because there'll be times, you know, where we can just build on that topic alone. You understand what I'm saying? And right. we can we can have more age groups here, older, younger, and feminine perspective on it. You know what I mean? But this shit is real. You know, I might laugh and joke a little bit about it to, to ease the tension. But at the same time, you know, this is something for you to think about. You know what I mean? And, um... You know, I'm going to leave that there, but, it, you know, it, it's always something to think about. You know, the devil in the dress, i.e., shout out to Denzel for the movie, they're always the first to come attackers, you know what I mean? Uh, if you ever seen the movie Life with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, you know, they was, you know, the warden was ready to lose his mind. Who, who, which one of y'all? You know what I'm saying? But it goes back to their fantasies about us, you know, um... 
no matter how much they, people try to make us as the scourge of the earth, and I, I'm definitely talking about the brothers right now, we are the most we are the most desired and sought after man, period. And you can take it how you want to take it, you know what I'm saying? But it's a fact. There's, you know, there's no woman of any ethnic group, racial background, that doesn't want to have her Asiatic man. You know what I'm saying? And, that, and that's just a fact. So that goes back to the Mandingo movies and stuff like that. And it goes back to the Queen Mother, um, Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, writing about it and her book, the um, you know what I'm saying, the ISIS pages. Mm -hmm. Because she she always talked about it when they write in their books. They tell you the truth right then and there. Yep. What's her idea, man? Tall, dark, and handsome. Mm -hmm. Now, all y'all motherfucking ladies love y'all some, some damn Brad Pitt, but he ain't tall and dark, is he? You know what I'm saying? Dirk Nowitzki is seven feet. He's tall, but ain't dark. Understand, tall, dark, and handsome is a motherfucker little like me or you, or a little darker. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So you know, understand that that you know it's it's a it's a thing there with that. You know what I mean? And um, they they always have a hatred. You know what I'm saying? For men alone, they have hatred for their own man. So you know, we ain't no exception. Most people want to take out their um anger on us because we supposed to be the dog that lies and just keep getting kicked so to speak but um moving on a lot of, it's uh I, it's they have so many different reporting agencies and blogs and I, it's, I think it's called Lod Lad Bible I don't know we, we was talking about Bible. yeah Bible. we were talking about the um it was a dance group in the Czech Republic huh? I want you to think about this Czech Republic and how close that is to the region of the Caucasus Mountains, right? Um, they they were on Instagram doing a, a mock haka dance, right? And if you don't know what that is, and you know we were talking about it earlier, right. the haka dance is what you see, you know, the indigenous people of the Samoa Islands doing, right? They the warrior tradition, right? They do that before uh, football games or celebrations, you know. It's just one of their things. It's one of their tribal traditions that has carried over from way back when to now. Mm -hmm. So the people, you know, are talking about it because they put on the warrior paint on their face and they're doing the dance and you know it's it's more corp it's uh more cultural appropriation, you know what I'm saying? It's like uh yeah. white women in uh in uh um what was the cornrows, you know what I'm saying? I, I, for me, it, I, sometimes I try to, you know, lay off and be like, okay, well, maybe this is, um, maybe this is pre appreciation. Maybe, you know, maybe they appreciate it. But then sometimes it's like, <laughs> I like to use the term cultural infringement because mm -hmm. some, cause sometimes it's, it's just too much for me. Cause like you said, you white got, women and cornrows. Yeah, I feel you. But you got to break down to some of these people that might not know, you know, your, your collegiate vocabulary. What is... Well, Cultural infringement. Cultural mean. infringement, meaning as if 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 my people started this and this is something that we do as a tradition, this is something that we do to honor our ancestors, our past, you know, some 
something that you know we we take very seriously as a as a culture as a people mm-hmm. for you to take that and start you know doing that whether you did it to honor uh, to honor is one thing but like you doing it to be funny and and, and dragging it along and I, I consider that cultural infringement or taking it and trying to add it into your own culture as if it was something that you guys came up with on your own just because a lot of people nowadays might not know that that's something that that culture may do and you tried to, you know, maybe make it your own. That is cultural infringement. You're stealing something that doesn't belong to you. So that's what I mean by that. But I said that to say this. I considered it to be kind of cultural infringement because everybody knows. Well, not everybody knows, but a lot of people know that that dance refers to the Samoan Islands. A lot of people know that. You see them, their their football team is famous for doing it. They bought the, the dance back, you know, got a lot of people knowledgeable about it. So... I don't think that's something that you would do because, I mean, I'm not going to go around with the Dixie flag and, you know you know what I'm saying, certain stuff I'm just not going to do whether I'm honoring you or not. That's just something I'm not going to do because I know the, the symbolism of what it is to you. You know what I'm saying? I just, I ain't like it. Nah, I dig it and I, and I can respect it, you know what I'm saying, wholeheartedly. Um, I'm laughing about the Dixie flag. I mean, I feel you. I'm not going to run around here. You know, you trying to be a druid or some shit. Oh, you know what, what, what a what a don't tread on me. Or, or I'm not about to run around here with a with a Scottish kilt on. Word. And, and you Word. feel me you with the what? with the bag? I'm just not gonna do that because that's not that's, that's not, not me. me. Yeah, yeah, it's not my people yeah. either. And, but but see, but I think and I, like I said, I agree with you 100. percent And I think the biggest problem is because they're so comfortable stealing bits and people. Bits and pieces of everyone's culture, and then when they write it down fifty years from now, they're gonna to try to act like yeah, that was them. You, you see? know what I'm saying? They're gonna to try to whitewash that like they did everything else in history. Now, when you say that, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen it, but it makes me think about um, maybe like a week or two ago, mm-hmm. I was reading something where um, uh, a mummy was found with the with the hairstyle still intact. She had braids. She had braids in. Then it, it was such a shock to a lot of people because, like you said, they, they whitewash everything and people seem to forget somehow that, well, in Hollywood, I want to say, you know, behind the scenes when they're making these movies, it's like they forget that Egypt is in Africa and that Africa is a, you know, is a, is a black continent. It's a, it's a melanated continent. Well, hold on, though. You know what I'm saying? If you deal with these new age motherfuckers, they try to say that uh, Egypt is not in Africa. It's in Arabia. Arabia. You're like, it's the Middle East type shit. Like, get the fuck out of here. I mean, let, let's be real. You know, they make up names. They try to change everything. Everything is... Kemet means the land of, of the dark. You know, the black, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or, or the Asiatic. Whatever, however you want to call it, right? Right. But it didn't just refer to Kemet. It referred to the whole continent, the whole region, mm-hmm. right? Seeing as that we're the beginning, we're the beginning of civilization, right? Mm-hmm. And that even with all the hatred that you get from the Asian community right now, we settled them motherfuckers, and they come from our lineage, just like the people of the Caucasus region have some, some far, far uh, regions of our DNA within them, mm-hmm. right? So you know, I, I feel like, I feel like all that is a part of what, what was been told to us, you know what I'm saying, from the beginning. And I think that today's time is a big reflection of that is, you, you know, because you, most of the time when you look around, you see a lot of uh, uh, parents and, and their offspring at, at odds to the point where 
there ain't no reconciliation. And I look at it like all of these people are our children. They're our offspring. You know what I'm saying? So no matter how, how they mutated over the generations or how, you know, we started, they started to lose their melanin or whatever, they are children. Mm -hmm. And so they have a level of hatred for us, you know what I'm saying, that we can't really fathom to a degree because we still are the original people. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're more closer to the, the, the original people that, you know, the quote-unquote great creator put out here in this universe. Right. You feel me? And you so... Could, you could take that. You could take that, what you just said, since, you know, they're still... Well, has, hold on. Let me, let, let me, let me yeah. go, because, you know, I, I forget. <laughs> Shit, I don't, I, I, I don't give a damn. But I said that to say this. So they, they try to act like if we're the original people on the planet... And they have trouble with the sun, right? Remember, they need sunblock, right? In mm -hmm. uh, one of the hottest regions on the planet, still to this day, how the hell you gonna have um, fine blonde hair right on the equator, the hottest region on the planet? Of course you would have that nice, coarse, curly mm -hmm. hair where you could make locks, corn rolls, mm -hmm. shave it low like this and make Let's designs or whatever. It. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, and that's, and that's, and, and, you know, the visual will be dope too, but I said that to say this. We, you know, those of us, the true and living, we already know what it is. And at the end of the day, you know, I hate to break it to a lot of, a lot of people. All of us ain't, you know, meant to be part of the true and living. Some of, some of y'all meant to be working bees, man. And it's, mm -hmm. it's one of those things that, 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 um, has come about, you know what I'm saying, that we have been discussing everybody's not king and queen material. And it's funny because we was laughing at the Monique thing earlier because I, I, I've been telling you about females wearing bonnets on their head and stuff like that. That's, you know, that's that's low grade, that's low vibration, you know what I mean? He said and that's low vibration. It is. And it's just like, you know, brothers who come outside. This is the the visual of that. I don't know if y'all could, yeah, you can't really see that, but you see them braids. You, you can see them braids clear as day. Yeah, those are braids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those okay. definitely braids. Yeah, they, they pissed. But you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing with brothers who, who don't know how to who don't know how to hold a decent conversation. Um, you know, they they cannot speak without using uh slang or quote unquote urban ter urban terminology and uh, their ideal uh, ideal of a casual outfit is some J's, some jeans to the and a fucking button up. So, yeah, bro, and most of that shit probably ain't even iron. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah, we talk about you. But, uh, yeah, you know, that that you know that cultural appropriation is, is rampant right now. You know what I'm saying? I remember in one of my classes not too long ago, I think it was last year, I had a disagreement with a person of the caucus region about hip-hop. Motherfucker tried to tell me, yeah, I know, because it, 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 it fucking, uh, how the old people say, they chop my biscuits. You know what I'm well, saying? It grinds my gears. Right, right, right. He mother said, chop my biscuits. I ain't this never mother that. This motherfucker said, Logic was the greatest MC of all time. And I don't, I stay away from talking about hip-hop and all that on this particular channel. You know, we might do one later just to talk about that or start other channels to talk about other things too, but... The primary one of this one is to let you know how great you are as an indigenous person. Aside from that, this guy's going to tell me uh, another one of our art forms that we 
invented. Did he say it was? What, did he say it was Logic or did he say it was Eminem? Either way, and I, I'm I'm here to tell you they they are very talented, um, Caucasian people. They are. Uh, depending on who you ask, Elvis was pretty talented. But in no way in hell was Elvis ever better than Chuck Berry when you bid his whole stack. The same way I look at both of these guys. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, Logic will never be better than Nas or any member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Neither will Eminem ever be better than Redman or Big L. You know what I'm saying? Or Rakim or any of the motherfucking greats that he grew up or LL for that, so to speak. You're not going to tell me he's the greatest to ever do it because he's got blonde hair and blue eyes. You can eat a dick. And but just because you can relate to it, I can't relate to motherfuckers out here in, in, on a farmland wrestling pigs. Just because he can ride a beat decently and put together some witty cornball shit doesn't make it hip-hop. You know, I forgot how you break hip-hop down, but it's high infinite potential and something, something, something. And with high infinite potential... You need a little bit of melanin so you can break shit down the way Nasir does. So, I'm, I'm off that. But, the fact of the matter is, I'm just sick and tired of these uh, these babies coming to tell adults, you know, because they're babies on the planet, right? Coming to tell us how when they start to do something that we do, they're just so much better than everybody else. I remember, well, see, you wouldn't remember, but I remember when Britney Spears was a thing. They tried to make this motherfucker so much better than Beyonce. Now look at her. Okay, this might be a funny segment. Hannah Montana was a GOAT. I'm going to just leave that right there. I'm going to just let y'all hold that. Don't mm -hmm. talk about Hannah Montana. That was an error. I'm going to just leave that alone. Right. We're just going to sit there right there. Just slide it to the back of the room. Just leave it there. Right. So, so let's, let's, be, let's, let's keep it real. So who was you in love with more? Hannah Montana? Or Nicki Minaj. Hannah Montana. No. <laughs> no I'm not going to say that. He do know his mother's going to see this. You know what I'm saying? His mother's going to see this. You didn't hear Hannah when she said, it's the best of both worlds? She's going to give it up. She's going to give you whatever you ask for. It's the best. You can have your cake and eat it too. It's the best. It's the best of both worlds. Listen, listen. I'm, I'm going to keep it strictly my age group in my 30s. I heard you. I seen a video of her twerking. I don't think that was the best of. That was Molly Cyrus. That wasn't <laughs> Hannah Montana. Those two different people. I don't. I don't. I don't think that was the best hey, of nowhere. I lose all attraction I, when the wig came off. You know, just hey. Listen, listen. Hey, hey. yeah. I told your grandma about letting you watch Disney when I ain't home. I told her about that shit. Goddamn Disney. Anyway, moving on. You know what I'm saying? Um. Let's talk about my man Tory Lanez a year later. And you you know, you did bring Tory Lanez to my attention. That's funny because we were just talking about music too. Yeah. Uh, what you think? A year later. Listen, I I knew this was gonna happen. You know, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna break this down actually, you know, because this is a very strong the, the Tory Lanez topic is a very strong topic <laughs> to me. And I, I like right? I like Tory Lanez, but that's not why, you know, the music aspect isn't why it's a strong topic to me. If you don't know, for those who don't know, don't he know. shot another um, famous famous artist right now. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, he shot her in the foot. Then you heard him, he can break no bones or tendons. You know how many bones and tendons is in your foot, but he shot her in the foot, you know, allegedly. Right. Um, 
and you know there was so much uh backlash on him and and tearing down on him um about it but what bothers me with with situations like this it doesn't even have to be a famous situation it could be your next door neighbor or or whoever the case may be if when it comes down between a man and a woman and i think that you know Nobody really sees the systematic influence that comes comes with this. They want to separate you regardless. They don't want us to procreate and, you know, make more, you know, melanated children on this earth. You see what I'm saying? So for someone to say, hey, this person harmed me and nobody to have any proof. There's no footage. There's no there's no witnesses. There's no, you know, whatever the case may be. There's no logical, you know, explanation on how you guys you know, assaulted or shot in an area where there are over a hundred bones and the whole thing is muscle and tendons, but nothing was fractured or broken, you know, by the quote unquote grace of your white Jesus, but we're going to leave that alone. So she was twerking next week though. You feel me? I don't, and that's your foot, you know, all your weight, everything is on you. You didn't have a cast, you didn't have a cast, you didn't have stitches, you didn't have surgery, but I'm saying all that basically to say that, um, it, it bothers me how quick, you know, friends and, you know, your people would, would turn on you because a woman, you know, who is supposed to be for you, you know, as a as a man, says that, hey, you, you harmed me in this, you know, in this way, and nobody has proof of it, but you're like, hey, she said it, so, you know, that's, that's what happened, and that, that bothers me, so, you know... When we look, when we look at the situation a year later now, he's still, he's still famous, you know, he's still not incarcerated, you know, that he hasn't had to pay no fine or or, or nothing. He had to pay them lawyers though. He had to pay his lawyers, yeah, (laughs) but he didn't, you know, what what I'm saying is no legal, no um, legal fees fined by the state of which they were in or anything like that has, has come into play. Case is still going, has cases still still going on, but, but you know. You get what I'm saying here? There's, you know, I haven't, you know, when the cases are going on, like if we think about other cases in the past, you know, usually new evidence comes into light. It's been a year. Usually, this ain't no murder case. You know, it shouldn't be taking this long. Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm going to help you out, right? Here's the thing. I, you know, people are going to crucify me for this, whatever, right? You could think he did it, whatever, whatever. But it's always been when it comes to us versus women, especially in our community, we've always been proven guilty before we are proven innocent, right? Mm-hmm. Just because she she says it. And let's let you know, and it goes to all all levels. Cause I, I remember about two years ago, Amanda Seals, right? Everybody knows who Amanda Seals is. She said Russell um Russell Simmons raped her. And everybody was all over him. Attacking this dude. This this a uh, peaceful dude, this guru dude, or, or the, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, yeah, you know, God's been doing this and doing that, right? And the first thing I said was, I, you know, it just I just found that hard to believe. Then Oprah and Gail was going to make a movie about guys like fucking Russell, Russell Simmons, mm-hmm. right? Nobody's talking about Harvey Weinstein, mind you. So I digress from that to say that it ended up coming out that she had to recant her statement because she also accused the ex-football player turned doctor of rape. Mm-hmm. And he got up her ass so bad, right, that she had to retract her statement. But we didn't hear anybody retracting the fact that she accused this brother mm-hmm. of sexual assault. 
And see, and the fucked up thing about it is, let's let's let's. I want to be clear about this because sexually assaulting a woman is nothing to play with, and it's fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I think you should you deserve a harsher sentence than the motherfucking one you get. All right, for sure. So, for her to come out and falsely accuse this man is, is sickening, and she can do that, and there was nothing, no nothing penalty. happened to her. That bothers me as well. There's, there's, there's no there's no penalty for, for falsely accusing. But wait, wait, wait. It gets even better. Not only did she she not receive any um, penalty for it, she ended up getting a show for that. She was on daytime TV for a while. Till she fell out with one of her female castmates, her counterparts, right? Mm-hmm. So I said that to say this. Now let's go back into the Tory Lane, uh, Megan Thee Stallion situation. I wasn't there... But I don't believe he did it. I didn't believe he did it from the beginning, and I just, I just hated it because. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because he was, he was, you know, he's already rich and famous, but his, his star was still going up, right? Mm-hmm. And as she was becoming famous, you know, I want to see them both excel, right? Mm-hmm. But when I break it down and I just think about her, she always has an issue with melanated Asiatic men. Because remember, before she signed with Rock Nation, she was with somebody out of Texas who put their money into her, mm-hmm. who helped develop her. Mm-hmm. As soon as she was getting ready to take off, she said, fuck them. That tried to true. bounce. Tried to bounce and then leave you short holding the bag. Mm-hmm. But what she didn't know, she had a, he had a big homie in his pocket that was you know, basically mentoring him on how the music industry works. So a lot of people, you know, especially in, in your generation, don't really know who Jay Prince is. Jay Prince is Texas. You understand what I'm talking about? So you didn't know that you were stepping on his little brother. Now, everybody always want to make it like we some angry, violent people. It's not about violence. It's about business. And first off, it's bad business to, um, if you're going to leave a, a partnership or a relationship, you have to buy these people out. Mark Zuckerberg had to buy out all the people that helped him create Facebook. Bill Gates had to buy out all the people that helped him do what he did. Jeff Bezos, so on and so on. So what the fuck make you think, because you kind of cute, you can just fuck, nah, I ain't paying that. Nah, baby, we gonna tie your ass up to, well, you get, you can put out a platinum album, but you won't get nothing off that motherfucker. Because you owe, and you gonna pay what you owe. Beside that, she needed more publicity, and we know publicity no publicity sounds like uh, controversy. Mm-hmm. So now you shot in your foot. But then, like I said before, the next week you twerking. So, I mean, and then he was supposed to have albums come out. And, you know, like it, it was like a sacrifice thing. You know you what I'm know saying? You know how I know he ain't do it? The next album that he dropped came out was all about the situation. And half the songs was love songs for her. He was like, look, I still love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you can say what you want. He said, but whenever you ready to come home and tell the truth, you just come on home. Like, Because, I mean, she felt like there was other people in the car, and mm. nobody has really said anything. because Her like, best friend was there. She the said case something. is still going on. Right. But her best friend, they not even friends anymore. Because she said, like, you come, you know that man ain't doing it. You wasn't, even in, in his music, and even the best friend said it, you weren't paying attention. You don't know who... Could have, you know what I'm saying, or how it could have went off. You don't know if somebody shot you or if the if it fell and you got shot. You don't know what what happened. And you, technically, you didn't get shot. You got grazed. You know, nothing happened. Uh. You, well, see, and, and here's, here's the thing with that. 
And, you know, I read about it, and I heard um, them girls put out a diss song against Megan and all that, right? Like, and it, this is just, you know, this is just adding a little bit more context, because at the end of the day, this is why I don't really talk hip-hop, because these people are rich and famous, and nobody really gives a damn. I know, personally, I don't. Facts. But um, I'm just saying, from what I what I read from the best friend, it seemed like Megan was messed with him. He's rich and famous. She's used to being catered to by lesser beta males. Mm -hmm. And we have discussions about this all the time with a mm -hmm. lot of these simps. And if you're a simp, hate me. But whatever. Anyway. I see some simps out there. In the oh, they're definitely out there. But um, what it was, he she was just another chick to him. He may have cared for her, but she's just another chick. I'm right. not going to stop what I'm doing to um, to to just appease you, right? To, to tailor my life to you. Because you up and coming, you know what I'm saying. So, what ended up happening was she was they were at a pool party earlier that day. He was Kylie all Jenner house. He was come on. She was throwing homie mad rhythm. She don't she know a billionaire. But but he she don't. But, but but she don't know she's single. She ain't with uh, Travis whoever, you know who's actually he's just trash. I'm just keeping a band. Um, she's not with him no more. You know what I'm saying. And she's throwing it at Tory. Y'all y'all friends, but y'all you know y'all know. What it is, these hoes ain't loyal, yeah, right? They ain't had no public relationships. So but hold on, but hold on, you know these hoes ain't loyal. Whether whatever you was pillow talking or you know uh, locker room talking to Kylie about with homie, she, you know what I'm saying? Like she, like, he, he did what to you now? She, she ready. He flipped, so he put you in the pool, Nelson did what? I mean, but the the worst part about it is when they were in the pool, there's actual video video footage of Kylie flirting with him and Meg on the side looking with the side eye. There's video footage of that. You know what she said? I got something for this nigga right here. But, 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 but at the end of the day, let's keep it a band. So the girlfriend, her best friend, was like, yo, you know, she must have found out that Tori smashed her too. You feel me? Yeah, to do it. So at the end of the day, you know, I don't know. I don't really care. But I know it's been a year and he ain't incarcerated. So what that means, you know, in this society, this wilderness called North America, they love they love to crucify the Asiatic men. I'm talking about they went and got R. Kelly. They uh they went and got Bill Cosby. They love to get people. So the fact that you couldn't you you haven't gotten him, you know, none of those charges are sticking to him is saying a lot. You know what I mean? And we don't even hear her talking like that. And outside of her her sorry ass her sorry ass music, I don't, you know, that she put out already, I don't you know, I don't hear too much of her. So, I think we spent a little too much time on that, uh, that motherfucker. And, uh, we can move to one of the more pressing, uh, things. I'm gonna switch these two around. Um, Time Magazine did a, did a, a, a um, story on Kim K, Kim Kardashian. And it's funny how, when I'm reading through the news, she just keeps... Seeming to be on the main on the main fucking thing of news, like she's important. She is not important. It's like, and what what Time Magazine said: exploitation of 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 the um you know the original woman's aesthetics consumes. Now she she canceled her show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, but she still steals the black woman's uh. Or the you know the queen, the Mother Earth's 
appearance, outward appearance. You know, she she went and got she went and bought the curves. She's on in in a uh, picture of the um in Time magazine with cornrows, like we talked about with the corporate the um the cultural appropriation, right? And she has went and gotten her skin sprayed to be darker. Again, but I'ma just leave that right there. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, remember, we're the scourge of the fucking universe, right? We're we're so you know. Disgusting. I just wonder how they would feel if, like, one day, like, out of the year, just one day, if we could organize it. If a bunch of black people just went and painted themselves white. And just, like, just for that one day, like, you know, we just walk around like it was normal. Painted ourselves white, put on, I got a little blonde toupee on, and I put on, and I go to the country club. And I just, hey, how's it going? Put on some fucking butt-hugging dockers. How's it going there? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Got my Clarks on, you know. Just walk in there and do the little shuffling shit. I just wonder how that would make some people feel. Like, and then for the people who say, oh, it's not that big of a deal. If you're, if you're Hispanic, if you're whatever you, whatever you want to consider yourself to be. Imagine if a whole group of people would take your image and dress up and portray themselves to be you. Like, imagine if... I don't want to sound like that because it's going to sound racist, but I, I don't mean like that. I'm just giving it for image. Imagine if a bunch of white people decided to put on dickies and, and tank tops and some Chuck Taylors and ride around in lowriders and say, hey, you know, like, I'm just I'm just saying, like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they do it in, in parts of Cali trying to be funny. In it, yeah, like, it's not it's not funny because that's your that's your culture. That's what, when y'all came here. That's that's what y'all made up for yourselves. You see what I'm saying? That well, nobody let's can say keep that it, Let's keep it a bend. It goes back to the other story about um, that group, you know, in, in Czech Republic doing the haka. Mm-hmm. So it's it's you know it's nothing new. It's just the fact that they're the more they talk about it, it's like the more they glorify it. Mm-hmm. And then these and that goes to show their level of white privilege because they don't they can't get that if I'm telling you you offended me. You know what I'm saying? There's something's wrong with that. Well, gosh, how am I offending you? I'm just trying to show you some love. No, they, they don't even think about you. They just say, oh, I just like it. Okay, you like it, but there's a way to show me that you appreciate it. Cultural infringement. But, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like, But there's a way to show me that you appreciate it, you know what I'm saying, without being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And that's, and that's the problem. The motherfuckers is habitual line steppers. You know what I mean? Like, you cross the line, and then you... I don't understand what everybody's so up in arms about. First of all, you're, you're being disrespectful. And you're not even doing it right. That's second. You know what I'm saying? And so... so said it's one thing if you was doing it right, but you being disrespectful, and you're not doing it right. You're I mean, just come doing on. it wrong. Come on. First of all, it ain't like she a cornbread-fed woman. She went, she went to Dr. Miami before she the one who made the motherfucker famous. Second, it wasn't like she was out in the sun. She lived in L.A., they got a lot of sun, right? Southern California, right? SoCal, right? When she went and got a spray tan. She ain't even white enough to just lay down in the motherfucking bed, Listen, right? The, 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 uh, I remember the bed. first time. See, I, I'm on social media a, a good little bit of the time because I have to promote my business. But that's neither here nor there. So, she got on there. I think she did a magazine cover. It was It was like months ago. But she got so much backlash that she had them take it all down because she got on there and was so much darker than she normally is. Like I'm not saying like she like okay, I'm not saying she was she she got on there and did whole blackface. Now she didn't go that hard, but she was darker than me, brother. Like I'm I'm talking like when I went I just came from Miami and I was a good I was nice 
caramel, dark brown, you know, a light brown. You know, I was a good brown. She was darker than me. And everybody was like, you know, what? Like, what? what's going on here? You know, like, you, you're taking it a little too far now. And she tried to hit her. It was the lighting. I had the light. I had the light dim. I had the, but you you know, on social media, they're going to take the extra mile. They're going to go figure it out. Earlier that day, she was seen just as dark. So, it's like, you know, it, it's, it's wrong to me. Like, if, just, if you can't get that dark. I understand if you want to be, you want to be like the original women of the earth. Okay, I get that. You see what I'm saying? But it's certain. Just go get a tan. You ain't, don't spray it on. And then you spray it on so dark that it's like, dog, are you serious? You for real? Like you said, you're doing it, but you ain't even doing it right. Here's my question, though. So when we break it down, right? So was it Kanye that was crazy or was they trying to drive him crazy? Because it's always been said by they people that... In the place. Hey, hold on, hold on. Yeah, because it's always been said by older fellow, older men that a woman will drive you crazy, especially if you're dealing with one and will let her. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't think he, Kanye was crazy. I think she drove him crazy, for real. She was driving him mad. Because he already had... Um, It was already said and documented that Kanye had already had, like, you know... Certain issues like depression and uh, that he took medicine for. So if you go around uh, a house full of real Caucasian people, and Kanye is from Chicago, see what I'm saying? So you go around a house full of real Caucasian people who got their fame off of a sex tape. Well, let's let, let's keep it let's keep it a buck. I already knew he had problems when he chose to marry her. Yeah, that that was okay. two. Her whole thing is about attention. And the fact that... However they can get it. Right. I was having a conversation with somebody um, not too long ago about their whole... How they became famous. When they're out, you know, the pop... People move... I don't know how everybody moves, but I know most people move. Before I go anywhere, I don't telegraph that I'm going there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't know where I'm going and don't know where I'm going to be. The fact that they could be eating somewhere and then paparazzi all of a sudden show up. You know what I'm saying? There's more people in L.A. We're talking about Los Angeles, Hollywood. Mm -hmm. More famous than her that go out to eat. You know what I'm saying? You don't see paparazzi always catching them while they out eating and when they come out stores. Everywhere she went for a couple years, fucking the cameras was right in her face. Guys, we're going to Panera Bread. I'll see you there in an hour. Yeah. She probably let her mom, (laughs) she probably told her mom and then her mom would call that's why they called her a momager or whatever. It was all about publicity. So now they got two billionaires. She got two billionaire daughters. Right? They worked that. But they worked, they worked. I ain't gonna now if they was if this was a conversation about hustlers, they hustled the game, they worked that. But no, the only thing even, that bothered they, me about They're the not even hustlers. Thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They ain't even hustlers. They ain't even hustlers. I'm gonna tell you something. Y'all listen, y'all little ratchets out there. Think y'all looking up to Cardi B on and 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 uh, Young Miami and the rest of them thought girls on how to get paid? Trust me, that ain't how you get paid. Them Kardashians all got with who original men and got paid. Why? Because they know what you don't know. We be by the bag. Or for the most part, them chicks don't give you no headache until they want to be. Uh, they want they want to be strutted around like a trophy, like you would have a Sanaa Lathan or. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, fucking uh, who's another little cute one? Uh, you know, with so many. Tiana of them. Taylor. Though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He just on. Nah, she's alright. She ain't really my bag of tea. What? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, listen, I'm more of a Rudy Huxtable from the Cosby. He kind. said a Rudy. I'm a Rudy Huxtable. Yeah, yeah. I seen her on one of them Tyler Perry shows. I said, damn, I want to have her baby. He said, I said, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like Rudy that. Was on the Tyler Perry show? 
on, on uh, what was it? Uh, House of Pain. House of Pain. Yeah. Oh, but, she was the she was the mom that was the addict. Nah, her. nah. She was uh, the dumbass son's uh, old lady. But anyway, and it, um, but you know, she was part of the reason I kept watching that show. She was fine in a motherfucker. Um, but I said that to say this. You know what I'm saying? Most of them. Ah, that's a whole nother show. I ain't even. I ain't even gonna waste time with that. But yeah, I'm, I'm tired of seeing these um, women get celebrated, and I'm, and I'm definitely tired of hearing about these thoughts getting celebrated when it's actually good women out there, you know, I'm talking about ladies, whole, like a whole sister out there, a whole snack, you know what I'm saying, out here that we, we, I can't even get no coverage on, I can't even see nothing about, I got to go down the internet rabbit hole to keep finding them, you understand what I'm talking about, but, you know, I don't know, the the cultural appropriation is just a little bit much, so let's move on from that, because, um, our people on, uh, you know, the Breaker app and stuff like that, their, their shit is only an hour. So, you know, we got to make sure we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, we're going to wrap up Kim K. Now, let's talk about, uh, real quick, about the Black Lives Matter lady, uh, the, the, the founder, Patrice, whatever the fuck her name is. She just went and put an electric fence and all this shit around her house as she stepped down for Black Lives Matter. You give a quick one, and then I'm gonna go ahead and break it down how I really see her. I see it as two as it's two ways because it came out that she was using all that money and bought her a million dollar mansion. Right. Do Black Lives Matter or do your pockets matter? That's that's how I'm breaking that one down. Do do, do did you really do it because you care? Because it would have been one thing like if you know you moved into a, a regular neighborhood. A regular three hundred thousand house, and maybe you took like twenty or fifty thousand to to get you a nice place to live. That'd have been one thing, but you didn't do that. You like, oh, I'm about to grab me a mansion, million dollars. She grabbed three of them. Three of them. <laughs> I'm about to grab me some mansions. Black Lives Matter. I did. I did this to get rich. It it would have been one thing if it was really something, you know, something that you was doing. I I, I don't know. It, it it made me feel away because I felt played because I was one of the people. That was really supporting Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to lie to y'all. When it came up, oh, Black Lives Matter, we doing a fundraiser for this. I say, I'm down for the people. Um, Boom, here go $50. Here go $100. That's yeah, part of my house. Yeah, I got the step. Yeah. I need my step. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like I, 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 feel, I feel a way because I feel played. And, and that's like the boy who cried wolf. Hold on. No, yeah. It's like the boy who cried wolf because... What happens when the next time, you know, because it's going to happen again. We're still at war. We just talked about it at the beginning. You know, people defacing, defacing things and, you know, it's still it's still around. So what happens when we need, next time again, we need to come together as a people, you know, and be strong. You know, now we can't come together because we like, you know, what if this next person is just like the Black Lives Matter lady? What if she just want to get us? For our, our, our strength and numbers and our paper just so she could run off into, well, let, into the let's, hills. Let, let's, keep it, let's keep it a buck. And this is what we, um, some of us older people try to tell you young fellas and ladies. Always follow the money, right? It cannot be a true cause of the people because the money comes from a rich, I think he's a Jewish guy in Russia, George Soros. And you got to know who George Soros is to understand what it is. And on top of that, all the, the original head of, of BLM was a man from out there in Minneapolis, and he stepped down. And he has a um he has a few videos up on YouTube breaking down all the shit 
that he found out when they was getting that money from Soros and their true hidden agenda. Their agenda, you know, is one, you know, is, is uh, destruction of the black child, excuse me, the, you know, Asiatic child's mind and is the school where they indoctrinate the kids. Two, the, another thing he found out was that it's not, they don't, there's no place for heterosexual men in their movement. And if you look at their, their damn logo, it's three kids. I mean, it's three people. It's two kids and a woman. So what happens to the father? You know what I'm saying? A father's not needed. To, um, you know, a, a positive male role model's not needed to uh, bring up a functional um, society, like a, like functioning kids. You know what I'm saying? Because most people, nowadays, they got some type of handicap. They, they, they got some type of depression or, or mental illness going on with them. And not saying that just because you got two parents that love and care for you and try to guide you, well, you know, everything's going to be all dandy. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's, it takes two people to make a child. It should take two people to raise a child. You know what I mean? And it, it goes back to, like I was saying about that Caucasian woman who was going ahead and defacing that man. You know, it's like we don't, they're they trying to um, keep saying that and promote that we don't matter. And, and it's a homosexual agenda. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, uh, somebody broke it down. It's like point zero 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 eight percent in our community that's homosexual or transgender. You know what I'm saying? They try to they try to force it. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, it is like here's my thing. You don't have to fucking force it, right? You're gay. Ain't nobody even worried about you being fucking gay. But your agenda is not more important than overall. For all of us. You feel what I'm saying? All of us. Because at the end of the day, whether you're a little gay boy or a little gay girl, they're still going to treat you the same way because they classify you as black. Right? So that doesn't fucking change. So, and either way, in order for you to get here, you came from a black man or a black woman. Either way, there was a man involved in that. Right? So, you know, to be 100% and get that, that melanin kick. You know, you want to have a, a indigenous father and an indigenous mother. So how the hell are people are? Uh, yeah, people don't understand when you tell them they they don't. My black people are very impatient. They um, said you streaming. You're not streaming. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and she hears herself later calling, interrupting the damn video. But you know, the agenda always bothered me. And they said, well, why shouldn't she get paid? Because she she profited, right? Three multi-million dollar homes off of the backs of those people who were murdered in blood while their family didn't receive any monetary gain. Right? Correct. While you were you were using them. You were you you profited off um what's my man Brown out in Ferguson? Probably uh I, f I forgot his first name. My, my Michael Brown. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it was Michael Brown. You know what I'm saying? Uh you, you, you profit off of him. Tamir's mother, Rice, excuse me, Tamir Rice's mother was living in a, in a, in a fucking uh, uh, a shelter. You know what I mean? Like, how are you a multi-millionaire and these people are still suffering? How are you a multi-millionaire from a non-profit organization? Well, see, that's the hustle of non-profit. If you have a steady business, that's why most people start non-profits. Mm -hmm. Because you keep the lion's share of the money. Right? And then, how is it that there are local chapters... Uh, yeah, that's for that one. We're going to go ahead and let, wrap them up when they stop and just send that. But how do... Okay, they, they better stop. Well, peace to my people on uh, Spotify. We had the 55-minute mark. 
But I got another topic, and we're going to finish up on YouTube. Peace. All right.